Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado, Colorado's premier outdoor radio show heard every Saturday afternoon on KLZ 560 with insights on hunting, fishing, archery, guns, and ammo from Colorado's top outfitters featuring the industry's leading experts on how to enhance your experience in the great outdoors. Now, here's your host, Scott Watley. Welcome to Sportsman of Colorado. Thank you so much for joining us today. A beautiful, beautiful day here in the Mile High City. We're excited about our show today. Got a great lineup for you, and uh, we're going to start it all off with our good friend Phil Mendoza from No Limits Archery Alpha Bow Hunting. No Limits Archery, 3050 East 78th Avenue. And, boy, if you're looking for a great place to shoot, and we'll talk more about what all the shop has to offer, this is it, 303 270 0185 is the number, and we Phil joins us now. Phil, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. How about yourself, Scott? Hey, man, I'm doing good. I know you guys are busy on Saturday, so I appreciate you taking a few minutes with us and, uh, and all that. So, you know, I kind of want to start out with alpha bow hunting. I you know, was looking at a lot of stuff online last night and um, and just watching some of your videos and different things there. So, you know, man, you're a busy guy with your work, your shop, all the things, and when you take on another venture. So, Tell me kind of what was, you know, your mindset really was starting alpha bow hunting. Well, you know, the, 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 I guess starting with no limits archery, we started no limits archery in 2009. And from a standpoint of looking to service our Denver community here with, you know, archery equipment set up, uh, some training, some, you know, tuning, that, that whole deal, that's where it started. And then as I started establishing relationships with people from when I was competing uh, regionally, people really, they enjoyed our message. They enjoyed our content. They enjoyed working with us, but maybe they didn't live in the Denver area. So then mm-hmm. I thought, I thought to myself, I need to have a product or a brand that people can relate to, that people can gravitate to, that's still around the same message and the same basis, but it's more, it's not necessarily store specific. So if, if there's somebody that shoots out of a shop in Wyoming or Utah and that's their home shop, I want them to support that, right? I, I know the importance of your pro shop, your logo pro shop, trusting them and having good quality people working on your stuff. But from a standpoint of reaching out a little bit more, they can they can fly the alpha bow hunting flag, if you will, if, if they're if they believe in that and they enjoy what what we're putting out on the from a, from the for the consumer. Right. But they don't have to they don't have to uh, choose between their their pro shop and something like our competition series or our coaching series, we're we're just uh, another branch, if you will, it, looking to to spawn out a little bit bigger regionally on that in that perspective. So that's where it started. Right, right. And you know, uh, I think a lot of it too is you know your your method and just uh, you know just your manner and your way of delivering things. I think it's very. Um, I mean, a lot of us have had different different type of things with instructors or watch people do seminars, and, you know, and there's just not a connection there. And I just think your way uh, of doing things and your personality is what really, you know, gravitates people to want to come to No Limits and Alpha Bow Hunting to learn because, I mean, I think you make it comfortable for no matter what your level is with archery. Yeah, we want to make sure that everything we do is all-inclusive because I think that there's something we can add to those you know, those top 10% guys, maybe top 5% guys that are getting it done regularly and consistently already. Mm-hmm. I know that we can still help them tweak their game a little bit. But what I really want to focus on more with my mission here the last few years and even more so now as I'm starting to deliver more online content and online coaching structures is the rest of the 90%. You know, the 
the the the people that aren't consistent on, or aren't regularly consistent consistently successful excuse me uh, tripping over my words there <laughs> so those people the greater majority of what what bow hunters are you know that's not to say that people don't do a good job or they're not proficient or they're not accurate maybe it's just one thing they need to tweak in their set their setup whether it's a structure standpoint whether it's a tuning standpoint whether it's a um, a mental standpoint mm-hmm. to be able to to help those people in that greater 90 percent to push the push the envelope and, and learn to be consistently successful so it's it's all encompassing it's not just the way we set up a bow it's the mental approach of how you should approach a hunting situation it's the structure of of how you can stay connected and as that, that's you know anytime you look at how you want to fix a problem you got to go to the root of the problem and when I started looking at that and really looking at myself and other people that I've helped and say what's the root of the problem and in so many cases it's it's that moment of truth or the the moments right before right. the moment of truth where people become disconnected and and that whole phrase of you know fight or flight you know people say oh you, your adrenaline goes up you get in a high pressure situation you're in a fight or flight you know situation and it's not that you're forgetting one thing it's fight or flight or pause mm-hmm. or freeze many people can't even run or or engage they freeze you know because yeah. of a disconnect so that's where implementing structure, implementing coaching that's directly going to help you get yourself, keep yourself plugged into the situation. Maybe you're already a, a great proficient archer, but you just freeze in that moment of truth. Okay, well, there's things that we can help you implement that's going to help you stay connected and, and hopefully be successful. Sure. Phil Mendoza is our guest from No Limits Archery, Alpha Bow Hunting as well. And you can follow uh, Phil on um, his Facebook page for Alpha Bow Hunting and No Limits Archery. And once again, they're located at 3050 East 78th Avenue. And if you'd like to get some information, I just suggest you get by there and see the shop. And uh, you'll see what we mean when we talk about this is the best shop in town to go to. And uh, really knowledgeable staff. And, uh, you know, in, in the field staff that knows what they're doing and can really be of help to you. And once again, their number is 303-270-0185. And, you know, you talk about that moment of truth. I mean, um, the mental aspect of archery is is much, much different than, you know, those of us that hunt, mainly hunt with a rifle. And uh, talk about just that that mental side of this whole thing with archery because you do have to get in a different mindset if you switch over very much from rifle hunting to archery. Sure. You know, and, and as you start to look at, uh, closing the gap, right? Because like you said, I I grew up rifle hunting. Mm -hmm. I grew up where you get to two to 400 yards and that's, that's good enough. You know, you, you got, you got your rifle sighted in and and that's going to complete the, you know, fill a tag most likely. Um, whether you're looking for trophy animals or, or mature animals, I should say that's, that's different, but, at least getting into that 200 to 400 yard range is is the end goal. As you start looking into compound archery specifically, that has to significantly decrease. So you're talking about getting in within 50 yards potentially. And then as you get into traditional archery even more so, you need to get into potentially 20 or 30 yards. So it just takes everything up, you know, you dial it up three or four notches, and, and that's where the hunt really begins in my opinion once you get into that hundred to 200 yard range of an animal because you know their their senses are so much better than ours and and you're in their home you know their home turf so sure that mental preparation of knowing you know you want to eliminate variables number one you know so 
if if there's some inconsistency in your form or your shot sequence or your mental game getting you there, you need to eliminate that or or minimize how uh, the 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 opportunities for variables. The second thing is from a confidence level. If you walk into that situation, and uh, you know, the, let, letting the nerves overcome you, mm-hmm. and I hope I can do this, right? I, I don't know if it's going to happen, and you know, you start to to go down that path of um, not being firm, not being in command, not being in control. That's where a lot of people start with the problem, is because they're not even confident in themselves. They haven't convinced themselves yet that they're going to be able to be successful, assuming they get a shot on that animal. So, so much of it starts there. You know, from that standpoint, um, obviously there's there's, a, there's so many moving parts within bow hunting and um, so many variables that that's where we're directly trying to implement more structure and coaching and and uh, assistance because again, there's there's good there's good form and structure coaches out there. Some people pursue that, some people don't. Some people just want to learn in the field and they just want to learn as they go. But I'm I'm more of of the belief that practice as much as you can before mm-hmm. you go out into the field so that when you go out into the field, you're ready to perform. Yep. You know, we don't want to be practicing when we're out in the field, yeah. you know, especially when you're dealing with potentially wounding or taking the life of an animal. You want to make sure that uh, you're confident and you're prepared. Absolutely. Uh, before we move to a couple of the topics I want to talk to you about real quick, um, you, you got a book that, that came out of, I think, was it last year? Yeah. Did last you come out the book? Yeah, yeah. Tell us about that book and then a little bit and then how folks can get a copy. Yeah, so Targeting Buck Fever is the, the book that I booklet, right? It's not a super long read. It's it's less than 100 pages, but um, I, I did make a revision here about a month ago, and so I've got the second edition currently out that uh, it, it basically talks about awareness. It talks about buck fever and how, and specifically in bow hunting, um, how how it's related to target panic. Uh, I interviewed some, some high, you know, Tim Gillingham is one of the top, professional archers in the world mm-hmm. and and he's a hardcore hunter you know I interviewed him in the book aaron Snyder's another local guy here hardcore um bow hunter and just adventure seeker if you will interviewed guys like that 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 i consider to be at the top of their game and also put in some of my stories some of my experiences because i it's buck fever target panic i've dealt with both of them you know and to think that you can overcome that it's I don't think it's necessarily black and white. I think that you can get better at it. But what I really try to relate to people is, hey, it's out there. It's okay that if you deal with this, it's it's not the end of the world. It's not the end of your your hunting situation. You just need to know how to, again, going back to keeping yourself plugged in. You know, so bucks. The the book is kind of part one of of the process that we're really putting out there to to help hunters learn to get past it. The online coaching structure is is where it takes it to the next level, if you will. The book is very much kind of scratching the surface, right? opening the doors and letting people be uh, understand, that, hey, it's okay. It happens to everybody. I've been able, I, I took, told stories when I, I had it very badly to when I was able to compete very, you know, at a high level on a tournament archery scene and even be very successful in the field. So it's just hmm. a matter of knowing how to plug yourself into certain applications to, to help you with that issue. Right. Now is the best place to come by the shop and pick up a copy of that or uh, online? Yeah, there. Okay. Um, you can go to alphabowhunting.com. Okay. Pick up, uh, you can you can buy a paperback copy, and I have the audio version uh, also 
on mm-hmm. alphabowhunting.com. Yeah, so you can you can download the, the audio version and, and listen to it MP3 style. So that's how I like to to consume my books. Sure, <laughs> the reading is yeah, really. is tough. I can listen on the drive, you know. Exactly. Bill Mendoza is our guest once again from No Limits Archery and Alpha Bow Hunting. And uh, real quick before our break, uh, I want to mention Terry Gleason. And actually, his grandson, Luke, they're going to be at Centennial Gun Club today, uh, and they're going to be selling tickets for Outdoor Buddies' upcoming banquet on April 21st. That's going to be at the Hyatt Regency in Aurora. I'll be emceeing that banquet for them. And this is a great organization, OutdoorBuddies.org. You can check out get your tickets today. But if you're by Centennial Gun Club, go by see Terry and his grandson, Luke, there. Tell him you heard about him here on Sportsman of Colorado. And buy a couple of tickets or some raffle tickets to the banquet upcoming on April 21st. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado. More with Phil Mendoza right after this. Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center offers KLZ listeners complete pet care services every day, all at one location. It's so much more than a clinic and so convenient. Their expert staff is always happy to help your pet have the happy and healthy life it deserves. Schedule a medical checkup for your beloved companion or take the first step toward a better behaved buddy by signing your pup up for obedience training. Did you know that if your sweet kitty needs grooming, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center is one of the few facilities that offers grooming for both dogs and cats. And if you're planning a vacation, Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center offers boarding for dogs, cats, and other small pets so you can take your vacation without worry, knowing that your four-legged family member's home away from home has a fully equipped medical center on site. Learn more about Lone Tree Veterinary Medical Center at LoneTreeVet.com or call 303-708-8050. I was hurt in a car accident. The bills were piling up and my insurance company was giving me the runaround. I didn't know what to do, but then I called a lawyer I saw on TV. That lawyer had all the tools and the knowledge to get me 1.2 mil. Whoa, whoa. When you're hurt in an accident, you need Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law, a lawyer that's going to take your case seriously and not treat you like some get-rich-quick scheme. Serious car accidents are traumatic and can completely disrupt your life. Kevin Flesh has the integrity to help you get your life back on track. He will fight for you to get what you deserve, but he won't treat you like a lottery ticket. After you've been in an accident, call Kevin Flesh of Flesh Law at 303-806-8886 and make sure you will get someone who will do the right thing and get your life back rush to reason with john rush weekdays from three to seven on klz 560 Welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. If you're just joining us, my name is Scott Watley, along with Phil Mendoza from No Limits Archery. And uh, talking just a little bit of archery here with Phil. And, of course, you can follow him on Facebook with No Limits Archery and Alpha Bow Hunting. And, uh, Phil, you're open seven days a week there, right? Yes, yeah. sir. Wow. <laughs> Aren't you glad there's not eight days in a week? Yeah. Uh, we'd, we'd be open eight. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. All right, so now. Another video I uh, stumbled upon last night when I was kind of preparing for the show a little bit. Uh, I saw something on a board, a little whiteboard you had, and it had these initials, D-B-A-P, and then it said, don't be a pretender. And I loved, I mean, it was short but to the point. And uh, actually, sometimes I hate when I watch something, I'm like, you know what, kind of hits home a little bit. But tell us what your message there on don't be a pretender. Well, Scott, so uh, um, about five or six videos before that, I put up a video. And, and, and again, from a standpoint of just 
being real and, and very clear as to what I'm trying to, who I am and what the message I'm trying to deliver. And I just put a, a post out there before that. I don't really, I don't really like social media, right. you know, mm-hmm. and it's not from a standpoint of, I don't think it's valuable. I think it's super valuable, but from the standpoint of not liking that it's just, you're, you're just getting the perception of what people want you to believe. And in most cases, it's not real. Right. So as, as you kind of move forward to the, I, I posted five or six, seven videos since that first one, and just different messages from a motivational standpoint, from a positivity standpoint. And then I just got to the one, we use that hashtag a lot on some of our online posts and it's DBAP and it has many meanings, right? But the, the meaning I chose to, to start with is don't be a pretender because it's just that in, in today's world, um, you know, there's so many methods and, and avenues to, to be, to sugarcoat stuff and to be fake. Right. And, and you know, when you look in the mirror, if, if, if what you're saying and what you're putting out is real or not. Mm-hmm. And, and just from a standpoint of, let's not get too caught up in painting a picture for everybody. That's not really you just be, be real, you know, right. be real. And if you want to be a great bow hunter or a great archer or a rifle hunter, apply yourself, you know, immerse yourself into your, your study and your craft and respect it and learn it from an ethics and moral standpoint, you know, be the best hunter you can. Because when you look at what social media does, the hunting community and more specifically the, the bow hunting community is under a huge magnifying glass to the rest of the world. Sure. So if you look at, and, and, if, if you look at that from that standpoint, are there things that we do within our customs and with our, our uh, you know, maybe it's something that's been done for years and, and it's the way that we accept and we adopt to continue to do things. And we're not saying that it's right for everybody. We think it's right for us. So right. from the standpoint of we just need to make sure that that light doesn't get shined in a negative way because – as you, as you know, Scott, the, the number of non-hunters, you know, there, there's a big number of non-hunters out there. The bigger number is the people of neutral hunt, people that don't hunt. Sure. So, and most of those people can care less one way or the other as long as we're not, you know, per, portraying things in a negative light. Yeah. So just from that standpoint, we need to be aware of that. We need to be very conscious of that. Be real. Be be moral and ethical so we can maintain the rights that we have as, as hunters and bow hunters and and for our kids, I mean, I, I start to see things very differently the last few years that I've been able to take my oldest son hunting, you mm-hmm. know, yep. and I want him to be able to have that for as long as he wants, you know? Sure. So it's just that we need to be real. We need to stop pretending. We need to, um, you know, if we want to, if, if being better is what, what our goal is, well then there's, there's methods and, and avenues to get there. And if, if at the end of the day, all that social media is, is just a, a an opportunity, um, to, to highlight yourself, well, make sure you have a message and make sure you're trying to make somebody else's life better. Absolutely, you know? absolutely. You know, and I love, there were three points you mentioned on this, and then we'll move on, but you said on this, don't be a pretender. And this kind of fits into life and business practices. And I don't care if we're talking about archery, hunting, whatever, just business. And you said, stop being lazy, stop making excuses, and invest in yourself. And, I mean, yeah. I think we can all, like you say, look in that mirror and say, hey, you know, are we being lazy? Are we making excuses? Are we investing in ourselves? What well, we need to, like you said, to to not only be successful, but to bring forth something that's good for, you know, future generations, and especially in our hunting world, uh, boy, we better all be doing that for sure. 
Yeah, a hundred percent. And, and, you know, it's, it's so many of us that, that are a slave to the grind of the nine to five and, and our outlet is hunting or fishing or whatever the case is. Right. And if our life is, if, if we, if we're consumed with mediocrity and average and, and, and negativity from a standpoint of you just not happy with things, and then you look at hunting to be your outlet, well, eventually that's going to catch up with you to where you're not going to eventually be able to enjoy your hunting. You yeah. know? So it's just that in life in general, you need to, yes, don't be lazy, you know, don't make excuses and, and invest in what you want to be good at. So, and, and in our case, we try to help teach people with bow hunting and archery. So, but, uh, it's just that, man, it's, uh, it's, it, it is very much life. Like I said, I mean, mo- motivational messages from a standpoint of, I, I just, I, I consume a lot of, a lot of material reading and sure. books and, and, and I, I, I just, I can't, I, I'm not, I couldn't be happier right now of with the way things are going but I work every day to try to keep it that way. Yep, I know what you mean. Phil Mendoza is our guest from No Limits Archery. Once again, they're located at 3050 East 78th Avenue. Really, they're open seven days a week, I think till 5 on Saturday and Sunday, and then till 9 during the week, right? Correct. Okay, and their number is 303-270-0185. You can follow them on Facebook with Alpha Bow Hunting as well as No Limits Archery. Now, man, we're going to run out of time. I don't want to cover, but just a couple of points. We'll see how far we can get here. One of your um, uh, seminars recently, you, you had some uh, talking points, and one of them was said, hunting goals and building your archery system. Let's take that yes. and what you kind of talk about in that. So, so again, if, if our number one goal is uh, to help people be successful as bow hunters, then what I, what I again, I, I try to go to that root problem, seeing that where people are getting disconnected. So what I've done is I've created – um, the, what we're calling the alpha bow hunting pyramid, the alpha coaching structure. And, and, and you can go to alphabowhunting.com on the coaching tab and look at this and see where it stems from the foundational part of archery, from understanding your equipment, good shot sequence, good, good form, progressing into the system that we're, right, we're working on our all-day workshops. We've got an all-day workshop actually this coming Saturday and another one April 21st. We're going to be having one of these a month for the next few months. And, and it's not, I mean, we're, uh, they're, they're $150 a seat. So it's an all day workshop. I've got my team. There's four of us on the team that we're going to be plugging you into this structure, this coaching system. So that way, as you plug yourself into it and you understand the structures and the breakdowns and there's just different methods, different locations where you can, again, re-engage yourself in the hunt. So that way you don't become disconnected. And, and it's just that we're just, we're, we're teaching structure. We're teaching basics and, and with the basics, there's always the second level and the third level. So it's uh, it's very much that. It's it's taking everything and giving you a good solid foundation. So that way, if you decide, hey, I want to ch- try a new diff- uh, some different arrows, or I'm going to try a different calling structure, I'm going to try implementing a different way to stock in an animal. Well, you have your base, you have your foundation, and now you can directly measure against something else. Yes, that will help me. Or no, that's not helping me. I need to try something else. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Right. So that's where it kind of stems from is just people want to shoot a shotgun pattern at things, try to fix things within everything that they do, and they don't have a solid base to work off of. Exactly. Yep. Another point, uh, how to effective archery range the alpha way. Yeah, so that's that's kind of the first part of this, this the, the structure, though. So if you're looking at the, the alpha pyramid and it's the 
level of the pyramid. It's kind of the middle section, and this is where the online, the all-day workshops is going to start is we start with the, the constants. We start with the actual animal size. We start with um, your specific setup, the energy you're delivering, and then we have a specific way that we're going to have you site in to test this and put everything together so that way there is no variables. You know how it plugs in. You know that it's efficient and effective. And then from there we start plugging you into what we've developed as the alpha rule of thirds from a simple structure standpoint. Mm-hmm. And then we work from there into the uh, the alpha, the, the DEA method of determining when you should shoot, should shoot or should not shoot in a scenario. And it's because of we've used, we've used constants along the way before we get to the variable that is a hunting situation. So we don't use hope and wish and think that it's right, and we know it's right until you get to that moment of shoot or don't shoot. Right. Absolutely. Uh, last thing real quick, um, you talk about the practice routines. You know, I mean, I think so many times, um, you know, whether it be, you know, rifle, whatever, some of us will go to a place, get a nice rest, got her set up, you know, bullseye, whatever. But And archery, hey, you're standing there, feet square, you got good deal. Well, very few times are you going to be able to have a bench rest, you know, in the field uh, with a rifle or be able to really be standing up and get all your legs and shoulders into pulling your bow back. So, Talk about that practice routine with archery and uh, just a few tips there real quick. Yeah, so, so quickly, the understanding your shot sequence and shot structure is paramount because from there, as you start to add variables, it is uneven footing, steep angle shots, and even things like when you get into the alpha bow hunting challenge that we do where you're shooting with the day pack on, you know, ladies 15 pounds in their pack, men 25 pounds. We have a mild physical element to raise your heart rate, so we're throwing at you a bunch of variables because people don't usually practice that way. Yep. And what happens in a hunting situation, you're trying to hike up the hill to get to a specific shot location or, you know, an animal's calling and you're, you're crawling in the position, your legs are getting fatigued and tired, and then you have to make a shot around a tree that's, that's awkward. All those variables people don't usually practice with, hence when they actually do get that opportunity for a shot on an animal, a lot of times it doesn't go well. Yep. And whether it's a miss or a wound or other cases, that's where everything that we're doing all encompassing from the setting you up properly at no limits archery, the coaching structure of the alpha bow hunting coaching structure, and the events are directly designed to bring everything into one kind of umbrella. And, and if, I mean, for lack of a better term, spit out a better bow hunter, right? Yep. It's just, it's just that. So yes, directly the way you practice is is critical as to how you're going to be able to be prepared for the field because like you said i mean we don't we don't hunt in perfect situations that's that's what bow hunting is it's (laughs) very much imperfect imperfect and that's what makes it exciting sure well phil listen man i know you're busy i appreciate you taking a few minutes and again we're going to try to put this together where man at least once a month we get you on to help us out here with our listening audience for sportsman of colorado and um i may drop by a little bit later and just uh come by and say hello myself so Hey, it's a great day to be shooting outside, so come by and see us. Okay, man. That's Phil Mendoza, No Limits Archery, Alpha Bow Hunting. Follow them on Facebook. Give them a like there. Their address, 3050 East 78th Avenue, the number 303-270-0185. Real quick before our break, let me mention the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation 
Uh, we have our banquet for the Denver Mile High chapter. That is March 24th. You can go to rmefdenver.org for your tickets. And this is going to be a great event. I'll be emceeing that event as well on March 24th. And this is a, a great, great banquet. A lot of great hunts and firearms and a lot of different uh, things in the silent auction and live auction. So get your tickets now. Go to rmefdenver.org. Also, real quick. Remember, your big game draw, 2018 big game draw, that deadline is April the 3rd uh, to get those in and also for any corrections that you want to make online. And then uh, June the 4th through the 8th, the results will be posted. You're listening to Sportsman of Colorado, and we'll be back with more right after this. This is Red Merrill for Phoenix Weaponry. Phoenix Weaponry is a weapon manufacturer that services the firearm enthusiast. From precision ARs to suppressors, Phoenix Weaponry can make your dreams come true. Phoenix Weaponry is a full-service gun shop that offers gunsmithing, coating, and modifications to your own weapon. Phoenix Weaponry, family-owned and operated right here in Colorado. If you can dream it, Phoenix Weaponry can build it. Call today, 720-340-2496. Again, that's 720-340-2496. Or visit their website, phoenixweaponry.com. Mention Sportsman of Colorado and receive 10% off your custom-built weapon. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is proud of their 45 years of HVAC service to Littleton, Highlands Ranch, and Denver metro area. Littleton Heating and Air Conditioning is your Lennox and Carrier expert heating and air conditioning contractor. They are proud to offer the finest heating, air conditioning, and indoor air quality products with prompt and professional customer service and satisfaction. Call today and mention Haystack Help Radio and save $25 off any repairs or $100 off your furnace installation. Call 303-798-3880. That's 303-798-3880. 3880 for your appointment today. Littleton Heating and Air, A-plus members of the Better Business Bureau and official Haystack Help registered company. Ladies, I know you're tired of walking into the local gun store and seeing the same old thing. So let me tell you about Rampart Firearms. Just a quarter mile up Highway 67 off of Santa Fe and Sedalia, you will find a great selection of guns, ammo, tactical, and personal defense weapons. And if you or your spouse love to hunt, Rampart Firearms is a great stop for all of your hunting needs. Shotguns, rifles, pistols, anything from predator hunting to your next big game trip. Head to Rampart Firearms at the foot of the Rockies. Open six days a week, Monday through Saturday, 10 a.m. to 7 p.m. And you will only pay a 4% tax on your purchase. RampartFirearms.com, 720-468-0050. That's 720-468-0050. Rush to Reason with John Rush. Weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Welcome back to the show. Thank you so much for joining us today. We're going to go to the phones now and talk to our good friend, Aaron Casey, Phoenix Weaponry. And, um, boy, if you have not been able to make it down to Longmont, Colorado yet and uh, visit the shop, you need to do that. It is a fantastic place just to go through and see. But more importantly, a great place to buy some great precision firearms uh, that are custom made there with Aaron and his crew. So, Aaron, thanks for taking a few minutes and being with us today. No problem. Glad to be on. All right. We're going to talk about a couple of things here. It's a Tanner Gun Show weekend, and so we'll talk about that in a minute. But more importantly, we've got a banquet coming up. Uh, friends of the NRA, and wow, 
I don't know if anything's been in the news more of late than the NRA, um, but this is what we're calling friends of the NRA. So take a minute and just say, you know, I mean, you're a busy guy, man. You're running your own business, and yet you took on this role of being kind of the banquet chair for them uh, this year, um, meaning this very respectfully. What were you thinking? That's a lot of work. <laughs> I'm not really sure yet. Yeah. <laughs> I think uh, I wasn't paying attention when they asked all the volunteers to please take a step forward. Everybody took a step backwards. Yeah, exactly. But it is an important organization uh, for all of us, our Second Amendment rights and all the things, great organization. So tell us a little bit, uh, maybe a little bit about this banquet and just kind of the history of it, and, and then we'll get into some of the specifics. Okay. Well, this banquet uh, that I am ended up chairman of is up in Fort Collins at the Marriott on the 23rd. starts at 5 o'clock. Um, the reason I kind of got involved in this is that we do a lot of the charity work with the Friends of the NRA all over the state, and then um, this one ended up having uh, a chairman that, that needed a chairman. And so um, this one here um, is the funds from this banquet are going to be going to benefit the 4-H shooting sports, the outdoor buddies, the well-armed woman, fathers in the field. So all these charity groups all send in grant requests to the Friends of the NRA every year, hmm. and these banquets basically go to fill their grant requests so they can get the people out to, into the field to go hunting or kids shooting sports or any of the other appropriate stuff. Um, so that's pretty much what these banquets go to pay for. Well, and uh, out of those groups there, I'm sure all of them are good. We work with Outdoor Buddies uh, quite closely. And uh, matter of fact, they've got a banquet that's coming up April 21st, and uh, we'll be emceeing that one there for that too. And so, oh, you'll be there for that too. Okay, yep, cool. be there too. All right. Awesome. Awesome. So, again, this is the 23rd uh, in Fort Collins at the Marriott there. And uh, tickets are still available. So let's let's talk about some of the um, different pricing structures you may have. Okay. So uh, just standard ticket, uh, dinner tickets are $50 a piece. Uh, we have, and that's a dual entree meal, very nice meal. They bring it out to you. It's, it's very nice, very nice uh, banquet. And then we have corporate tables, if somebody wants to do that, which is eight event tickets, and you get a choice of a gun. For the $1,250 ticket, you get a choice of a Kimbrough Micro 9 or a Henry Golden Boy 22. For the $1,500 corporate table, which is eight event tickets, you get a choice of the Kimber 84M Hunter and 6.5 Creedmoor, Kimber Pro Carry 2 and 45 ACP, or the Kimber Ultra Carry 2 and 45 ACP. So those are your choices for that. We have... Uh, donated a Lexi, one of our burnt bronze AR-15s, for the pre-event raffle. Those tickets are $20 each or 6 for 100 We only have 300 tickets for that one. So mm. that one is kind of a get on that one quickly. Sure. If you go to the uh, friendsofthenra.org and you go to events and then find an event and then go to Colorado, you'll find us on March 23rd. And then if you go to more info, you will actually have uh, see. There's a place down below where you can actually see the ticket order form page, the bucket raffle tickets, the pre-raffles, and the corporate tables. So if you buy your tickets there, then we can get you guys, everybody all squared away. Okay, great. And um, and you always have, man, a lot of great um, live auction items, silent um, auctions as well. And uh, so, boy, it's a, a fun, fun evening. And uh, I know the auctioneer, Suzanne, I believe her name, has done a few events there. And, boy, she does a great job as well. And we'll be emceeing that for Aaron and um, helping out there as well. So, go, again, go to friendsofthenra.org. This is March 23rd at 5 p.m. And, uh, again, if you're a corporate 
company out there and you would like to get a table, uh, two different um, ways you can do that. One at 1250 and one at 1500. Uh, the price points there, you get the same number of tickets, but the structures of the guns that you get are a little bit nice. And that's one gun per table, right? Yes, sir. Okay. All right. Good deal. And um, as we mentioned, it is a Tanner Gun Show weekend as well. And so a lot going on out there uh, here for the weekend. So, um, it, you know, Aaron, it just kill, every time I come out there a lot, uh, it just seems like there's just more and more of these uh, different guys selling parts to ARs and, um, you know, other guys just selling a lot. But, man, I don't know. The, the way the structure is there and anybody can just, you know, get a table and say anything at a booth, man. I want somebody that does this full-time that's got a physical shop that i can go to and you know if you need something i know you're there yeah it's actually pretty important because when uh if in the event something doesn't fit properly or something is wrong who are you going to contact you know mm -hmm. you gotta maybe maybe they'll be at the next gun show maybe they won't um we do them as kind of more of a meet and greet we, we want to do is introduce people to us want to show them what we do why we do it and then we like to get people up to the shop to get a full tour of the shop and see what we make every day and then also all the platforms we, we work on. So, you know, with, it's just kind of a nice meet and greet for the gunsmith thing, the coding. We actually added training to our to our lineup now, so we've got a guy that's going to be doing CCW classes now. But it's mostly a meet and greet for us. So we, uh, we're expensive. We always will be expensive. It's uh, American-made parts, American-made material all the way through, and everything goes through full quality control. And, you know, it's just you get what you pay for. What is that, buy once, cry once kind of thing? So that's pretty much how we live. So. Right. Well, a guy taught me a saying years and years and years ago, and I've never forgot it. It said, the bitterness of poor quality remains long after the sweetness of low price is forgotten. <laughs> and that yep. is very, very true because many times we feel like, oh, got such a great deal on this. And then, you know, after a while it doesn't work. Then people are out of business, whatever the case may be. So if you're looking again for, you know, really good quality at a fair value, uh, again, Aaron's never going to be the cheapest on this stuff, but uh, you don't want him to be. You're looking for a precision firearm. Phoenix Weaponry is the place. You can check out their website at phoenixweaponry.com. And again, right here in Colorado and Longmont, and uh, they will be at Tanner Gun Show uh, Saturday and Sunday. Now, real quick, um, on the suppressor end of things, are we seeing any movement there on um, the timing of that? And then I've heard two different things as far as, do, you know, we a lot of us did trust over the last year or two, and now some people are doing them individually, individual, as individuals. I'll get it out in a minute. And then uh, I've heard some of those individuals are getting theirs back quicker than the people that got to trust. So what should we do now when applying for a suppressor? Um, there's nothing you can do. Basically what happens is that when you fill out your paperwork, it all goes to Georgia. They separate the money from the, from the paperwork. The paperwork in, then gets boxed up, heads off to um, Virginia, and then it is then distributed amongst all of their different contractors and employees. And so what you end up finding is it's kind of just a crapshoot. Uh, you really don't know, you know, where your paperwork ended up. Um, stuff happens. We had one poor guy. He went a year and 14 days. Hmm. And had another one that showed up in six months. Wow. And there's no rhyme or reason to it. Um, we've asked questions. They, uh, there's very few people in the NFA branch. They are basically hiring contractors and other people to help out. But 
it's just kind of uh, a bureaucracy. So you are just basically waiting your turn in the bureaucracy. Yeah. Absolutely. Now, and you also do, um, just for those that maybe hadn't heard you before over the last five years we've been doing this, but uh, um, just give a little quick overview of the shop. You know, you guys do all the Cerakoting things. You, of course, you, you can uh, make the weapons, and then you also can do a little of the gunsmithing. Actually, we're expanding our gunsmithing. We've added two more gunsmiths now since we've oh, okay. been so, so um, we actually handle full gunsmithing services, stock repairs, restorations, refinishing, you name it, we can do it, even custom parts if it's necessary. We have our full um, weapons manufacturing facility here, so I think we got six machining centers now. So we got uh, people running those all the time. Uh, we've got the Cerakote has now expanded into Duracoat as well. So we now have two different choices for those kind of colors. Like that last rifle we did for you was actually Duracoat. Man, that was beautiful um, too. And the colors pop a little bit better on the Duracoat than they do the Cerakote, and it masks a little better. I like it when we're doing much, uh, many, many colors. It kind of doesn't stack up as bad as the Cerakote. I still like the Cerakote for the one, one color, one and done kind of thing because it's a nice, good barrier. But, right. So basically one stop, you know, everything you need. We actually just picked up our Steiner dealership, so we will be now offering Steiner scopes. Uh, trying to figure out what to stock um, is kind of the interesting thing, sure. given that we do everything from three-gun pistols to all the way out to long-range toys. So. I'm trying to figure out what to stock and what we shouldn't stock. So. Right, right. Yeah, you'll get a good sense for that once the uh, season starts getting in, you know, because, uh, I mean, it's great for, you know, hunting rifles or just the guys that want to get out and just shoot. Yep, yep. Absolutely. We like, high, we like our high-dollar glass. Yep. Yeah, man, it's worth every penny, too. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Absolutely. Especially shooting light. Yeah, no kidding. PhoenixWeaponry.com. Again, if you're just turning on your radio to recap, we've got a Friends of the NRA banquet in Fort Collins at the Marriott. You can go to FriendsOfTheNRA.org, click on events, click on Colorado, follow that through, look up March 23rd there. You can get your tickets right there uh, corporately. If you're interested in the table, uh, let them know. And Aaron, I got your phone number, of course, my phone. Give me your phone number real quick if anybody's got questions. Uh, phone Phone number for the NRA banquet is 303-532-6136. 6136, okay. 303-532-6136. Again, we'll be there as well, emceeing that for Aaron. And then real quick, on the 24th um, is the Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation banquet. We'll be emceeing that one too, and that's out off in the Weston Hotel out off Highway 36. And then, as we uh, mentioned earlier, on April 21st is the Outdoor Buddies Banquet. You can go to OutdoorBuddies.org for more information on that as well. Well, Aaron, I'll let you get back to work there. Tanner Gun Show, go see them. And uh, mention you heard them here on Sportsman of Colorado. And uh, it's hard to give a blanket discount depending on what you want, but I promise you if you mention the show, Aaron will do something special for you out there. So, Aaron, go sell something, and we'll talk to you later. All right. Thank you, guys. All right. Thank you. That's Aaron Casey. We've got to take a short break, and we'll be back with more right after this. If you're looking for great deals on outdoor equipment and clothing, we've got you covered. Hi, this is Bill Paddock, owner of the Outdoorsman's Attic, your outdoor gear consignment headquarters. You'll save 20, 30, 40, even 50% on previously owned outdoor gear for the fisherman, hunter, and camper. We also sell live bait, firearms, and ammo. If you're doing a little spring cleaning, bring in your gear to the Outdoorsman's Attic. We'll sell it for you and put cash in your pocket. You can also pick up your hunting and fishing licenses right here at the store. Your one-stop shop for all your outdoor gear needs is the Outdoorsman's Attic, located at 2650 West Hampton Avenue in Sheridan, Colorado. 
That's 303-781-3626. Or visit us online at outdoorsmansattic.com. Mention Sportsman's of Colorado and receive 20% off all your outdoor clothing. Hi, this is Scott Watley. Let me tell you what I love about Stack Optical. They are truly one of the last optician-owned, family-owned optical stores. At Stack Optical, you can be confident you'll receive personal attention. For over 50 years, Alan Stack has shown he really cares about making his customers happy. Stack Optical also has a beautiful new location at 2233 South Monaco Parkway in Denver. Free and easy up-close parking. Stack Optical has an on-site eyeglass production lab. Whether you need office eyewear or a new set of shooting or golf glasses, Stack Optical has the solution with the Stack Sport Pack. Give them a call today and ask for their $69 eye exam, 303-321-1578. That's 303-321-1578. Your eyes and vision are one of the most important things in life. I'm confident at Stack Optical, you'll see the difference. That's 303-321-1578, stackoptical.com. Rush to Reason with John Rush, weekdays from 3 to 7 on KLZ 560. Well, welcome back to Sportsman of Colorado. Again, hope everyone is having a great weekend, and thank you for joining us here. Uh, now we're going to switch over to our good friend Austin Parr and talk a little fishing for all of our anglers out there. Austin, how are you, sir? Doing well, Scott. Thanks for having me. Hey, man, always great to have you on. And so, uh, wow, weird weather this year. I think we say that every year, but, man, it has been very, very strange and really unseasonably warm. Definitely has. You know, it's been a, an interesting wintertime season, kind of reminiscent of last year, unfortunately, but the ice in a lot of places didn't really solidify, and it's, you know, cracking loose a little bit early here. So that is one thing I, you know, we want to put out there for everyone to actually, if they still want to try to get out and do some ice fishing, man, please make sure and do your research and know what's going on before you get out on unsafe ice. Definitely. You know, I mean, a lot of guys were out on the front range ice pretty late in situations that I felt like were unsafe. I'm um, up in the mountains, although it's holding good ice in some areas, there's certainly some open water that's beginning to form. And, uh, you know, definitely using, using caution, just like you would in the very first part of the ice season, is going to be crucial. Absolutely. Again, Austin Parr, um, been on our show now really a number of years, and uh, Discount yeah. Fishing Tackle, a great, great store. They're located at 2645 South Santa Fe Drive in Denver. And, um, you know, I was looking at the website today, Austin, just, uh, and actually there's some Google reviews, and, man, just reading all the reviews, I'm telling you, I think here's what people love about Discount Fishing Tackle. First of all, you know, great store. You got all the supplies and all the things that people need. But to walk in a store and have experienced, knowledgeable people is priceless, as they say. Definitely. You know, I'm out all the time, you know, hearing about ice conditions, not only on a firsthand basis, but also, you know, hearing from folks in the shop as well that are coming in. Same thing goes on the open water. We are consistently out on the water and can certainly offer you advice um, no matter where you're going to be heading, whether it be fly fishing or, you know, coming up potentially boating right now or even still trying to get uh, out there on the ice. We can get you accurate, up-to-date conditions um, with not only uh, safety and ice conditions, but also the actual fishing conditions as well. So let's talk a little bit about, um, you know, kind of what these last few weeks have been like and, uh, you know, what, what you're seeing in the forecast as far as fishing. And then also uh, a lot of places are opening up now for our boating and all that. So tell us all about that. 
Absolutely. So as you head up into the mountains, South Park is holding ice in a few areas. Carryall still has a decent amount of ice out there. Um, 11 Mile has about a half of an ice cap. Um, the areas that have ice have been fishing well, but a lot of guys are starting to catch quite a few fish out in the open water on the shoreline as well. So that's been productive. Um, same thing kind of goes for Antero. The ice out there pretty much at the moment is unsafe at the moment, but there's certainly quite a bit of open water to wind up going out there and fishing. Um, as you move into Middle Park, uh, you know, your, your, your Granby and your Wolford still are holding quite a bit of ice, Williams Fork and Green Mountain as well. Uh, so guys are still getting out there for some last of the lake trout action and still having some decent safe stuff. However, if you're running a snowmobile out there on any of those bodies of water, particularly Granby, uh, start to definitely be cautious of some of the slush out there. Uh, a couple guys have been stuck from what I've been hearing. Um, and then as you move into North Park, Lake John and Delaney Buttes are both holding good ice, and Lake John in particular is still fishing really well. That just was a fantastic fishery this year. It, it got ice on par. Uh, you know, in areas that, that you know, you, you didn't see a lot, of, a lot of that in this state, but, but Lake John has held, held ice almost, uh, you know, as you, as you would see in a normal season, but the fishing has been fantastic. And then as you move into the front range, boating is opening up. We're open at Boyd. We're open at Cherry Creek, Chatfield. Um, Pueblo has been open all winter, but that is uh, fishing well right now. And then also some of your northeastern lakes, including Jumbo and Jackson, are both opening next week. And the walleye bite is starting to pick up. Uh, we've been out on, on Cherry Creek quite a bit as of late. Uh, only been a couple of days now, but I'll, I'll be out there a couple of times. Um, the spawn is a little bit early for those walleyes this year, so if guys are looking to get out there, um, you know, start to be looking at a little bit of some post-spawn conditions. I was talking to one of our good friends this morning, and he was out there trolling around in the deep water basin and uh, using some lead core and shad profile baits. He was really uh, doing pretty well already. He already had a, you know, two dozen fish by the time I talked to him about 30 minutes ago. Wow. Austin Parr is our guest. Discount Fishing Tackle is the store, and Austin also does uh, some great guided trips, and you can reach him um, on his cell at 303-514-5546. That's 303-514-5546 if you want to uh, talk with Austin about booking a trip. And uh, Now, let's talk about boating. Uh, I want to touch on just the safety aspect a little bit. You know, hey, it's been a while since people have been out, and Man, you hate to hear of things that could have been preventable, um, you know, with people getting injured or even worse, uh, you know, loss of life by not being prepared while they're out boating. What are just some of the tips you got there? Well, one of the biggest things to start off with, although not kind of an overall safety tip, but if anyone's heading down to Pueblo, definitely be cautious. Uh, We are seeing much higher than normal water levels down there, and what that is doing is picking up a lot of the driftwood that's on the side of that lake and putting it out in the middle of the water. Um, I have heard of one boat sinking already this year, and a couple of guys have hit those those big logs. So those logs floating in the middle of the lake in combination with high winds from the west can definitely create some unsafe conditions. So be very careful out there if you're trying to pop up on plane. Um, but otherwise, the thing that I always like to talk about this time of year is, you know, you get back out there, and, and it's much different than when you're out in the summertime. This water temp is still very cold. Um, so definitely using caution, putting life jackets on when you might not put life jackets on is something that's important. I a lot of times have a blow-up vest on, uh, especially when I'm running this time of year. But uh, if you actually hit that water condition, it, or that water temperature, it'll take your breath away. So, um, you know, if you're out there, especially at night, be cautious for sure. Yeah, and especially, too, with kids and uh, all of that. I mean, just be safe. Uh, nothing can ruin a trip more than getting in trouble so yeah. uh, make sure you know what you're doing and you know what if you got questions too nothing wrong with asking don't feel bad about asking that again and uh, go back to the knowledgeable staff there at discount fishing tackle come on down yeah Absolutely. come on down ask austin them all the problem issues and things and things you could run into and they'll be glad to help you again that's at 2645 south santa fe drive in denver 
Now, um, as far as your trips, let's talk about your trips a little bit and what you offer. Yeah, so, you know, right now I'm actually in a little bit of a hiatus of, of booking some trips. We have some stuff going on with actually purchasing a house at the moment. So we're going to be kicking things off in May this year. Yeah, so it's going to be a, it's a, it's a challenge at the moment, but uh, we're going to be booking stuff starting in mid-May. Um, and typically, you know, this time of year we're in that spawn, pre-spawn type, type time frame. But as I'm going to be moving some stuff out there, we're going to be sliding into uh, that great summertime pattern. So what happens with these walleyes is during this time of year, you're going to have that spawn time frame. And what happens is those, those big females and then the males will follow those females, but they push up shallow up on the rock faces. And Parks and Wildlife does a fantastic job netting some of those walleyes in Chatfield, Cherry Creek, and Pueblo, and then actually going in and uh, taking those fry that they're going to artificially inseminate and then stock back in the lakes. But then once that spawn is done, those fish move out into a post-spawn area, and many times that means that's going to be out in the main basin of the lake. So you have a trolling bite that happens. So you have to cover a lot of water, and you have to get towards the bottom. So lead core and shad profile baits is fantastic and will be for the next couple of weeks. But then as we start to put those guide trips uh, this, this coming year, uh, we're going to see those fish then move from that deep water basin up really shallow uh, onto their, their their flats and on their structure points, and that's when the, the fishing is the best over the course of the year. So the water temperature gets up higher, the, the metabolism rises up, and there's lots of feed in the lake, and you can really have a lot of good success casting, trolling bait, um, throwing plastics, you know, wide variety of different ways. That's my favorite time to, to catch some fish. So that is uh, when we're going to be getting the fired off this year. Absolutely. Well, Austin Parr. Again, his number is 303-514-5546. If you'd like to get on his schedule and book a trip, I promise you, um, Austin has very, very good high success out there. And, uh, again, this is a great store, Discount Fishing Tackle. Again, boy, if you can't find it there, you probably don't need it. They have it all. <laughs> and Well, we're, we're regional buyers. That's the biggest yeah. thing I like to talk about is it's not something where you're going to have a buyer that lives multiple states over buying for a whole region we're buying for colorado and i'm right. the one doing all the buying so if you're looking for stuff that works here i've got it absolutely again that's at 2645 south santa fe drive in denver and austin's number once again is 303-514-5546 so austin how was your how was waterfowl from what you heard this year um i saw some good reports and some not so good what was your feeling overall of waterfowl season it was definitely decent this year for me, at least. Um, you know, we, we, we killed a lot of birds this year. Um, without the weather patterns, definitely got those geese a little bit stale as you move towards the end of the season. Um, but with how the, the weather was as well, it didn't lock everything up super early like it did the previous year. So a lot of those ducks that came through really stuck here for a little while. Um, and it was all just about scouting as it is usually. Um, but it was, it was definitely, uh, in my opinion, a better than average, a better than average season for numbers, about an average season um, on, the ge- on the goose department as far as uh, actual harvest is concerned. All right, good deal. Well, hey, man, I know you're busy. I appreciate you taking a few minutes with us, and uh, we'll get by and see you soon. Definitely, Scott. Thanks so much. All right, that's Austin Parr. Once again, Discount Fishing Tackle is the store, 2645 South Santa Fe. If you want to book a trip with Austin, give him a call, 303-514-5546. A couple other dates coming up. I want to mention real quick before we get out of here today, April 21st is the Outdoor Buddies Banquet, and you can go to outdoorbuddies.org, and I'll actually be emceeing that banquet there. And then April 28th, American Heroes in Action, our good friend Dave Prophet. And you can go to AmericanHeroesInAction.org for more information there. And then March 24th, uh, a little bit closer here, a Rocky Mountain Elk Foundation. 
And uh, that's a great banquet. That's out at the Weston Hotel out off 36 there. You can go to rmef.org for information on that. Click on events and uh, get your tickets for that banquet as well. But we're going to have a good time at all these. Hope everyone has a great, great weekend. Uh, thank you for joining us today for Sportsman of Colorado. Remember, on Sundays is uh, a replay, so you can catch us Sunday mornings at 9 and Sunday afternoons at 4. Again, thanks for being with us. Hope everyone has a great, safe weekend, and we'll talk to you next week. Opinions expressed on KLC 560 are those of the speaker, commentators, hosts, their guests, and callers. They are not necessarily the views and opinions of Crawford Broadcasting or KLZ Management, employees, associates, or advertisers. KLZ 560 is a Crawford Broadcasting God and Country station.